Hello, Internet, and welcome to the 199th episode of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, recorded on September 26, 2022. On the podcast today, we have a man who acknowledges that there are no ethical teams in football, but will be able to tell us if the Steelers or the Browns are less ethical. Ryan Holtz. Am I missing something? First of all, yes, I agree. There's no such thing as ethical fandom in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, the, what's it called? The sub rule under there's no such thing as ethical consumption under capitalism. Yeah. Um, but what, why is it not the Browns? Like, or uh, more ethical. So why is it not the Steelers? What are the Steelers bad for? Uh, the Steelers employed a likely rapist for, what, about a, death, a decade? And the Browns just brought one on. Oh, no. The Browns are much yeah. worse to okay. by, yeah. by a mile. The, the Steelers had already invested in Roethlisberger, and yeah. part of them saving their own face was keeping him employed and, and you know, uh, standing by his innocence and all that shit, or at the very least ignoring it. But, like, they, yeah. they just had to... It, it would be very difficult they for the Steelers... The yeah, to oh, get okay. rid of the quarterback that they already had. The Browns had a quarterback, one that they had already invested a lot in, and then saw a a sexual predator and went, that's the guy I want. (laughs) That's our guy. We will do every single concession physically possible to get him onto our team specifically. We will give up one of, if not the biggest trade packages in football history, and then also give him a fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. No, it's the trolley problem of like, oh, do you... Pull the switch, like, no, because staying the course is objectively, even if it's small, is objectively better than actively changing course to make a bad thing happen. And also, Ben Roethlisberger, like, for as bad as, like, his his almost certain crimes are, Mm -hmm. only has, I think, two accusers at the end of the day, and Deshaun Watson has two dozen. Like, that's, it's, the, the accusations definitely don't compare. And once again, like, the, it's a product of the time, 100%. 2006, like, sexual assault accusations just do not hold the same weight mm-hmm. as they do nowadays. Like, it's, yeah, it's not a good thing. You don't want to be a Steelers fan. But, like, I, the Packers are now employing Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, should I stop being a Packers fan because they're, like, this anti-vax moron, like, mm-hmm. is being paid by the team? Like, eh. Th- okay. you got to draw the line somewhere, and I don't think. The line's there. I don't. Yeah. I don't even think uh, the trolley problem is exactly an apt comparison because while I do agree that the Steelers did the kind of unethical thing of not not pulling the track change, it almost feels like the Browns were like, I think if I hit this fast mm-hmm. enough, I can get this yeah. to drift on both tracks yeah, exactly. and kill both people. Yeah. 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 Um, no, the Browns had the option of having a track. That had no innocent people tied to it. And then a track that had, yeah, two dozen innocent people tied to it. And they were like, fucking, let's get it onto that two dozen. Woo! Fuck a zero. Like, fuck a no-death option. Mm. Like, we are literally set up to be America's lovable underdogs for, like, the next decade. Yeah. And we've we're gonna fuck decided, all up. Yeah. decided to be hated by everyone. It feels bad not to be rooting for a Cleveland team as, like, the underdog, as the little guy. Because I want to do that for the city of Cleveland. But, no, can't do they're, it. Can't support the Browns. They're, like, the, the shitty 
Like, he still gets bullied, so you feel a little bad for him, but still, like, is deserved, like, deserves all of his bullying. Like, is a little piece of shit. Mm. Like, he's a little, the Browns are a little incel. Um, (laughs) But think of it like, you got two Republican voters. Oh, boy. And one one of them is, you know, voting for Trump because they're like, hey, look, I, you know, I've always been a Republican voter. This is, you know, the party that I've always stood by. Uh, you know, you're saying all these bad things about him. I don't know what's true. I'm just going to, like, ignore that. Versus, I'm voting for Trump because I like that he puts people in prison that don't deserve it. And I love seeing cops beat the shit out of minorities. And I hate people from other countries. And I love rapists. Also, I would really enjoy if Russia had all of our state secrets. Those are good things, and I like it. And also, I'm going to put a creepy elf in the middle of my football field. <laughs> the main crime. <laughs> this is Andrew's version of Lucas's NFT beef. Like, <laughs> uh, the Browns, known team for putting creepy logos in the middle of their <laughs> field, and also supporting sexual predators. Like, <laughs> No, that's, that's the story. The... <laughs> The story is that they hired Deshaun Watson, but the thing that has always bothered me about them is the, the elf in the middle of the field. The, Creepy elf. The Cleveland Browns, known elf enthusiasts, have hired sexual predator Deshaun Watson. <laughs> if you guys, if, if, if people want a lovable underdog team that, like, you know, maybe is on the come up as, like, a roving band of misfits look no further than the detroit lions like you don't yeah, have no, to absolutely. Yeah. you don't have to go to cleveland you don't have to feel bad for them like the lions are literally just not as problematic browns like that's that's I, their thing they've been arguably the worst franchise in nfl history and now they've always they been have bad. a bright future yeah and now they're kind of fun to watch and like this is coming from a group of packer fans I enjoy watching the, I've never, the Detroit no Lions. One, no Packer fans hate the fucking Lions. No, 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 no I'm, not, I'm not talking problems. about, like, <laughs> hating them of, like, uh, you used to be my enemy. Like, yeah, no, we didn't yeah. really care about them at all. But, like, we're definitely not going to root for the other teams in our division. I'm going to root for the Lions a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I've always yeah. rooted for I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll root for the Lions against pretty much anyone. Like, I, I always have. always feel bad, you know? I mean, my Cleveland fandom did stem from the fact that uh, that city seemed maybe one bad month away from being the next Gary, Indiana for a while. And Detroit is very much the same. So, okay, I can get on this bandwagon. Yeah, I can support the You're looking for a Rust Belt team with a proud city and tradition of of the sport that stems back to, like, a bunch of Hall of Famers back in, like, the 40s and 50s that is just... Had been utter dog shit for decades now. Like I, People complain about Detroit having the Thanksgiving game. They deserve it. They've been putting the work in for a while. They need something. <laughs> I just, I just kind of need something, man. This, they go to Goodell every year. Just like, Please. <laughs> Goodell's like, all right, Detroit, this is the year. We agreed last year. Like that, We, we got to move it. It's not fair. They're like, Roger. Roger, look Raj. me in the eyes. I got Raj, please. I gotta, I gotta go home to my wife. I gotta go home to my kids. Like, you just got, you gotta give me something. You gotta, I gotta have this one thing, man. Next year, I'll put it together. We're gonna be above five hundred next year, Raj. Like, just this one last year, you gotta, you gotta give it to us. Like, I. Raj, I, I can't I can't go home for Thanksgiving and explain this scheme that does not work 
to my father-in-law. That's going to be the entire Raj. night, and I cannot do that. Raj, they're going to be playing Dan Orlovsky walking into the back of the end zone <laughs> and taking a safety highlights. I can't do it, Raj. Although, Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> yeah. last night, fucking... He did it. The second player to just run out the back of the end zone accidentally. I, that was that was a goaded tweet, like, of all time. Dan Orlovsky, just like, I'm free! <laughs> all y'all motherfuckers! <laughs> Trust me for a decade. <laughs> I'm out, baby. <laughs> God, two safeties in a weekend. Fucking blue moon. I don't know well, if I saw the other one. It was the butt the butt punt. Uh, you didn't yeah. see the butt punt oh, from the Colts? Oh, I did see the yeah. butt punt. They punted <laughs> yeah. out of the back of the end zone. That's the yeah, craziest dude. shit I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. That dude's uh, clap of his ass cheeks was just <laughs> distracting and the punter... Had target fixation. Uh, couldn't I'm avoid. dummy thick, and the clap of my ass cheeks is keeping my punter from getting us good field <laughs> position. So there is a really good picture of it, but if you watch the footage of it happening live, you can see the second it collides with his ass, and then just the reverberation through his very <laughs> meaty thighs like half a second later. Yeah, no, he it's went pretty ooh. great. That's the thing about punting is like, these are men with like some of the strongest legs on the planet kicking the ball literally as hard as you can. Like I, I, I went through high school with like a, a really good punter who was kind of recruited to play like some football in college and everything like that. It's just doesn't compare to when you're like at an NFL game and watching the hang time of the ball. Like I think viewers don't quite understand, right? Because like for us, the ball goes up and then it cuts to the return guy and eventually it comes down. But when you're there in person and you see how they're they're just sending the ball to the moon. Like it's it's impossible the level of velocity they get on this ball. So yeah, when it impacts with something that's like a foot away, it's like it's like a fucking shotgun blast when when the BBs don't have time to spread out. Like it's just fucking the forces involved are just unbelievable. Yeah. Like, that special teams player was saving himself for marriage, and now it's all <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's oh. ruined. He needs he needs like that repair surgery that oh. sometimes people who give birth need to undergo. Like, it's fucking awful, man. And same thing with like when people do block a punt and end oh, up taking yeah, like the they, punter's leg yeah. to the arm and shit. And punters routinely, yeah, like break shit because they're kicking a solid object as hard as they possibly can like mm. it's it ain't good <laughs> it's great also on the podcast today is a man who is going to tell us if he is cyber enough punk enough edgy enough or enough of a runner to watch cyberpunk edge runners andrew clark i haven't seen it yet okay yet Yet. Yet. And yeah. God help me, I think I am going to. Yeah. Yet. I um, <laughs> Andrew knows the that insidest of inside jokes. Yes. Agoraphobic episode joke. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um yeah, no, I most of the, I don't even think well sorry, I didn't want to interrupt, but I don't even think that made the final cut, right? No, like of course it didn't. That's cutting room no. floor yeah. material from episode one of Adventures of Proof. 40 like, fucking shit. takes. It was oh, like, that is a reference for like three people. That was Lucas's <laughs> Kubrick moment. Yeah. <laughs> Do another take and get it right. 127 100%. times. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I'm going to watch Cyberpunk okay. Edge Runners. It's getting 
like really good reviews. I'm seeing yeah. a lot of good things about it. Um, it looks fucking insane. Oh yeah. Uh, it looks like maybe one of the most anime anime I've ever seen advertisements for. So who who knows how this is gonna go, Lucas? I'll watch it if you watch it. <laughs> I don't know if I can watch another Studio Trigger anime. Ooh, you're not going it's... to watch the most talked about anime of this quarter. Andrew, the most talked about anime of this quarter is Chainsaw Man, and that's coming out next quarter. <laughs> to be fair, but uh, it, I don't know. I, their work is very maximal, but I don't. It's been a little downhill since just everything aligned with their first work, Kill a Kill, and I feel like they learned all the wrong lessons from that. And I've been burned by them before, so. I don't know if you get it. Andrew, if you watch it, I'll watch it. But it's an established IP that you're a big fan of, Lucas. Lucas, you fucking love cyberpunk, dude. You are... Oh, my God. Let alone the specific cyberpunk 2077 game. We know you're a fan of the cyberpunk genre. Blade Runner, Blade Runner 2049, (laughs) some of Lucas's favorite works of art. Wild Wild West? (laughs) Not cyberpunk. (laughs) It's steampunk. It's steampunk. What is, yeah, what is cyberpunk but fancy steampunk? What is cyberpunk if not fantasy steampunk? Is Fallout cyberpunk? Yeah, huh. It's, it's nuclear punk. Nuclear, I hate that nuclear, nuclear punk. I, I hate cyber... Like, the, the, nuclear, the phrases suck. There's yeah, a punk yeah. on everything. Nuclear punk is steampunk. Yeah. I don't think I ever realized that. Yeah, because like, nuclear power comes from steam, steam yeah. generators. Like you're just heating water. Yeah. Like, but you're instead of using coal, you're fucking using <laughs> nuclear. Yeah. N- n- nuclear reactor. Hey, that steam moves real fast. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's very efficient at boiling the water. But that's that's kind of interesting. It's like in a steampunk universe, they would eventually discover nuclear power, and it would still be steampunk because that is. The, the mode of generation do like fusion cores in the fallout universe have like little like water vapor capturers that like <laughs> just constantly boiling a little bit of water to generate the energy i don't know <laughs> y'all actually teed this up really well uh hello world my name is lucas de and i am not here for the reclamation tour that is happening with cyberpunk 2077 Y'all can miss me with that BS. That game was not always good, like a lot of people are saying, because a fairly interesting anime came out. It was always better than people gave it credit for. I'll, I'm, I'm gonna fight for that one. That cy- cyberpunk, I'm not gonna say that cyberpunk is, you know, game of the year material, but like, if you look past the fucking god awful launch and all of its glitches. And try to try to ignore that, which is hard, I understand. But, like, ignore all that shit and actually look at the game that is there. It was a lot of fun to play and it was super interesting. So. If I downloaded Cyberpunk 2077, would I run into any game-breaking glitches? And now, I have no idea. Right now. I have no idea. I have no that's, I think I no that's going to be, like, completely disqualifying oh, game, game, for me. Oh, game-breaking? No, I don't think you will. Um, really? You'll probably run into... There's not going to be I... random fucking T-poses... 
and cars. That's not game breaking. No, you'll definitely see that shit. That's fucking game breaking. <laughs> I totally disagree. No, it's immersion breaking, but I <laughs> game breaking is like, hey, your file is just gone and you have to start over. That is not the no. There's definitely like a soft lock is game breaking. I 100. No. I was listening. If you soft lock a game, that is game breaking. I was listening. Whether to or not you can go back to a previous. Save yeah. No. Like, like I. I don't think you'll run into any like soft blocking. You you will almost certainly see like weird random shit glitch in and people i mean i don't know i i heard that it's a lot better now <laughs> i i was listening to a podcast over the weekend and a gamer was talking about how they were playing the new cyberpunk dlc or whatever has come out uh did a quest accidentally flagged a thing in the quest and then they were locked out of it they they lost all of their guns in the game and they were soft locked out of progressing through the quest. It is mm-hmm. it is still buggy as dick. Yeah, for me that then disqualifies it being any level of like good. Mm-hmm. like you okay. can't you can't be a good game if you still have game breaking shit after like the most disastrous launch ever and they just kind of like have moved on like they're like, eh, we can't patch it it's I... done like <laughs> no point. Fair. I heard that the latest patches, like, when they moved it over to the next-gen version, I heard that fixed a lot of it, so. Andrew's got a fucking back-alley Cyberpunk 2077 connoisseur who's like, Hey, Andrew, word on the street is the glitches are fixed, no, no, man. No, no, my, Come sor- on my source is Twitter. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not connected to any sort of, like, specific avenues of information. I just see... Someone say, hey, Cyberpunk is a lot better than it used to be. I haven't run into glitches in a while. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm not disagreeing with that. That is an accurate statement because it's my understanding that game is no longer giving people seizures, which is a thing it did when it that first was came a, out. That was like a day two patch kind of thing. Granted, <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> that was a whole day of epilepsy, but you know, <laughs> what, what matters? <sighs> Um, no, I feel you on the on the Twitter thing. Have y'all ever used Twitter lists? No. No. What's that? Me neither. If you like make a Twitter list of like certain people to follow um on that list, you get only like their tweets and everything like that. So instead of like having just like it on your main feed, you can have a separate feed. And if you access it a lo- enough through like the menu, it'll come up as like an alternate to like your following. Like it'll be following oh. and then there'll be like whatever you named your list and you can just click it and quickly only see stuff from like that list. Oh. Um, so if you say and like, that helped me this morning oh. because I was able to access FIFA, uh, 24 <laughs> hours early because people were like, Oh, on PS five, if you sign up for EA play, you can access it for like a 10 hour preview window, uh, before, you know, the game actually comes out right now. And I was like, Oh shit. So for the first time, I spent an extra dollar on uh, on FIFA. I, I didn't give it to EA Sports for the purpose of buying cards, but EA Play, like, first month is $1. So I spent $1 to play the game a day early. I, so I'm, how was I'm, it? I'm a guilty man. Mm. How is it? Oh, I'm so f- I'm so far ahead. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm fucking crushing people in terms of like, I, like there's gonna be people that get this game day one, and I already have like a full like team that I can use in game and be pretty decent. Like fifty thousand coins in the bank, a couple of investments into like cards that are gonna go to the fucking moon the minute that all the normies get the game and start actually paying 
real money to to get their cards um and yeah i've already like accomplished a bunch of objectives and gotten more players i'm i'm, I'm way ahead look at you the streets ahead streets ahead say. um we i i missed the transition off of this there was a good line but i'm glad we talked about fifa and ryan's <laughs> rapid descent into this this has been an arc over the past what two three months I'm I'm here for it. I appreciate it. But a lot of shit went down on Twitch last week. Um, how much of this stuff did you guys hear about and, like, are privy to before this bot? Not okay. I mean, I, I saw Hassan tweet a couple of things a few days ago. Just yeah, I saw references. A, about gambling stuff going on, but yeah. 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 Be our guide, Lucas. Okay, uh, I'm going to go through all of this rapid fire, and then we can just react to it, the totality of it. Um, There was a lot of concerns about Twitch being used to promote gambling. Uh, So then Twitch announced uh, new policies that they're going to ban more overt gambling on the platform. They still allow poker, I think. They still allow gotcha games. They still allow loot boxes, which maybe this is a pyrrhic victory, but... I, that's something. Um, but then Bloomberg reported about j- the rampant presence of child predators and how you can't be an underage person streaming on Twitch j- without a child predator being in your uh, in in your chat. Uh, statistically, it is almost impossible if you stream for a year that is going to happen to a kid. Uh, Then it came out that Twitch streamer, what is this, Mizkif? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, Was helping cover up or downplay a sexual assault. He's been suspended from his own gaming organization. Twitch announced a new revenue split that is less favorable to partner creators. And cherry on top, Matt Gates started a Twitch channel. Yeah, a Twitch no. channel. I did see that. Fuck. Yeah. I, I did see, and then uh, Hassan tweeted saying, like, this is exactly what we need. And then some aide was like, ha, 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 like, you know, not understanding that this was a very sarcastic thing, retweeted him, and then Hassan, like, changed his name to, like, Matt Gates pedo investigate now or something like that. And, and then that was on Matt Gates's feed for like an hour before someone took it down. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then Matt Gates hopped in Hassan's stream or, you know, at least an aide hopped in Hassan's stream and was saying like, yo, <laughs> it was weird, man. It was fucking weird. God. But yeah, no, do you all remember the original CSGO skin thing with, um, T. Martin yeah. and Syndicate yeah. and all that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I I didn't I didn't watch T. Martin. I did watch Syndicate when I was in high school. Like, he was one of the people that I subscribed to. But yeah, they just did this. Yeah, like they they owned a CS:GO gambling site. Mm-hmm. They had access to the back end. They made a bunch of videos of them winning a bunch of yeah, shit. Yeah, like, look, it's so easy. Rigged. You can win all this stuff, and then yeah. it just was not made millions of dollars. Never disclosed that they were like part of in, it. Yeah, I like that this, they owned the site. Uh, yeah. It was a huge this, thing. This has already been... Right. Yeah, this has already happened. I don't... It's, it's weird, man. How is it's, Twitch still dealing with this? I, I don't think they care. I... Yeah, I think Twitch, owned by Amazon, just wants those views, just wants those clicks. And if 
giving people the dopamine rush of watching somebody else gamble gets uh, gets clicks, gets views. They're going to allow it. They're going to allow it at some capacity. And people eat that Look, shit up. Kids eat that as, shit up. As an aspiring poker streamer, I, yeah. I feel like games of skill maybe maybe could be excluded from some sort of ban. Like, if you if you genuinely think that poker is straight-up gambling, like, I don't know, man. I, 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 we, we, I can refer you back to our cash games that we've played over the last three years and who who has overwhelmingly run away with most of the profits rather shamefully who can no longer propose playing poker with his friends out of fear that like he's gonna win again and he's gonna feel bad and has to wait for someone yeah, else no, to ask Brian, to Brian might as well just send us a message say hey who wants to give me $25 <laughs> yeah, you all want to give me your money quick? Brian if you need 50 bucks or something we can help you out we don't have yeah. to go through this charade no I literally had to stop <laughs> I, I have a lot of fun in poker without yeah. winning. Like I do think it's a great time with it, with all the boys getting together and and hopping on an online service and everything like that. But yeah, after like I think it was one game where we I won very quickly, so we just like well let's just buy in again, do it again. I won again, and then like everyone just kept buying in, and yeah, I won like over a hundred bucks, and I was like I need to not bring this up ever again. Like, why are you guys? I think I'm done. Why are you guys making me hustle you? I know, yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like, should I like not play poker? <laughs> like, should I just should I just play it like no, Ryan, ran- go random. You should mode? play poker, like, but you have to use your powers for good. Right, you, you I have to steal from the rich. And yeah, no, you have to challenge Jeff Bezos to a oh, big, like a super high roller mm. poker match. Oh, trust me, I'm not good enough at poker to beat people who are good at poker. Like, I just I don't think I know the basics. Like. I, I have gotten my uh, dose of reality over and over when I go beyond our like cash game. Like, nah, man, it's it's a fucking deep well. Like, it is a never-ending well of knowledge that you need to be literally constantly studying and reading. Like, it's impossible. It's like chess. Like, you have to understand literal like scenarios and what you do when each individual move is made. It's impossible. Do you think they'll ever make a queen's gambit, but for poker? <laughs> I mean, they should. Isn't, like, it's it is fascinating. Isn't that just uh, that? What is it? Twenty one movie that we can't watch anymore because that's, that's uh, blackjack. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, twenty one's blackjack, but twenty one is like blackjack's different is because ah. it's against the house. Like, it's oh, not, that's right. It's not necessarily a game of skill. Like, you are against the house, and unless you're counting cards, you are literally destined to lose. As a poker player, you're going against other people, and the house makes money from a rake of mm-hmm. just like taking a percentage of everyone's chips as you play so yeah if you're a good poker player you could literally win a billion dollars <laughs> like you, you could just have endless profits but yeah yeah like these true uh, twitch streamers were trying to have well they weren't i don't think any of these guys were playing poker right i don't think so no i think it was all no. uh yeah loot, loot box boxes kind of stuff. or fake shit yeah fucking csgo man i can't believe that game's still popular like <sighs> It's it's got to be a decade old right. now, right? I mean, I, I, so is GTA Five. No, <laughs> CS:GO is a year older than GTA Five. It actually had its ten year anniversary a month ago. Oh, wow! For some reason, when you search CS:GO, there's like three articles about uh, Russia, <laughs> because I guess like the Russian mobilization effort and like the draft and stuff has like cut 
the amount of active users yeah, on Yeah, because people, es- people are trying to fucking escape Russia because there's mm. been a draft and like, oh, time to get the fuck out of here. I will I pay game. I will pay $10,000 for a one-way ticket to Turkey so that I can get the fuck out of Russia. Actually, that does track. I think I remember hearing that, yeah, games like that, CSGO, Escape from Tarkov, surprising Eastern European presence. Or oh, Escape from Tarkov is literally, it's either a Ukrainian or a Russian game. Okay. Yeah. Huh. PUBG. Oh, P- yeah. PUBG, it was always fun when you would just get killed by someone who's then just, yeah, just screaming, like, Russian, I'm assuming, slurs at people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at full volume. Hmm. Huh. Area chat is an interesting concept in a lot of those <laughs> battle royales. And yeah, having Tarkov and a lot of those having yeah extensive like East Asian, Eastern European presence always leads to like, yeah, they know 10 words in English and they are the most offensive words yeah. you'll ever hear. <laughs> huh. Fucking hell. Um, I, I guess we're going big mode. I guess Video Game Donkey is going big mode? What's big, happening here? Big mode. Video Game Donkey is launching its own indie game publisher. Big mode. And he, like, just made a video about it. He's like, yeah, no, I, I like good video games, and, like, I, I want to be a part of that. So join my company, and I'll help you make good video games. Yeah, it was, it was super vague. We don't right. know exactly, like, how extensive this is going to be. Or who's even on board at this point, or when they're going to start publishing games. But yeah, I thought it was interesting that a, a YouTuber that we <laughs> kind of all watch and enjoy to an extent is just like, yeah, I'm going to be in the making video games world now. And not, not in like a developer sort of way, but in like a, hey, I'll help you publish your game if you let me point at things and go this good, that bad. I... So I saw a fair number of people, a fair number of industry people uh, talking shit about this, saying things like, well, he's just a YouTuber. He doesn't know what goes into this. He doesn't. He, he doesn't know a damn thing about video game publishing. Uh, to which I would respond, I, most video game publishers, most people high up in those companies are fail sons who just ended up there because they couldn't make it in the actual finance companies that they wanted to work for and it's a video game publisher like donkey by being a name and having access to capital is already doing a tremendous amount of help to the developers that will end up partnering with him yeah yeah he's a publisher he didn't say like i video game donkey and that is my real name uh yeah. is are is going to start developing triple a video games Right. He's not going to be programming games. I, I honestly, like, I know, God, Donkey probably has a couple mil in the bank, right? I have no idea. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that's, like, impossible to know. It, it depends on, yeah, all of his past, yeah. like, revenue sharing deals with the platforms that he uses and everything like that. Uh, if, this is gen- uh, if this is genuine and if he does actually have money to invest, this is cool rich guy shit, right? He's actively helping there be more better art in the world. So, power to him. Yeah. I'm not going to say that, like, this is going to be a powerhouse in gaming, but it's definitely not a bad thing. No. Moving on to TV, GameStonk bros do not care for the trailer for the Netflix documentary covering the event, which contains the line, YOLO, let's destroy the economy. 
Fuck yeah. <laughs> Redditors hate when they get exposed. Like, yeah, when the, when they're shown to be who they are. Yes. Like yeah, it's cringe. I don't know. You yes. did it. You said the things. Yeah. That's your right. fault. It's you... the same thing with anti-work. Like it's when when that one mod like got on Fox News and just shat the bed repeatedly over and over for the entire interview to the point where like the Fox News anchor like didn't even have to do anything. Like just asked basic questions and every answer was painting the whole movement in like the worst possible light. Yeah. When when Reddit gets on mainstream platforms, they're revealed to be exactly what they are, which is socially awkward. Yeah, like people that aren't media trained. Like I I don't know what you want. <laughs> I yeah, I missed this a little bit before, but uh, hardcore Twitch streamers. That's a group of people whose opinions I genuine uh, generally do not put any weight towards. Redditors are a close second. I it's interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff on Reddit, but uh, if you told me your main hobby was being on Reddit, I'm like, you doing all right, bud? You living yeah. okay? It's so like what they did is cool. Like I yeah. objectively yeah. respect it. When when they when they said literally fuck Wall Street, mm-hmm. like they 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 overreached, and no one punishes them usually, so they're used to overreaching yeah. and getting away with it. What if we fucking punish them for it? Like that that is objectively fucking awesome. Yeah. No, it's But yeah, it's like hilarious. at the end of the day they are just fucking keyboard warrior nerds mm-hmm. who yeah, their whole life is lived online. They're not going to come across as like affable fun people that like are heroes. Like no, they're just going to be Yeah. exactly what they are. They I, They did a semi-successful scam and that's cool. That's interesting. A lot of them a lot of them were very personally motivated. You know, it's not, it's people. The leaders of the movement were personally motivated. I would yeah. argue like the rank and file members of wall street bets were the bag holders. They were the ones that yeah. got manipulated. Yeah. Like they didn't, they weren't uh, fucking, Oh man, I'm going to get out at like when it hits three I'm fucking out and mm-hmm. I'm going to make bank. They were, they were literally like hold till I die. We're, we're fucking, we're just going to punish them. I don't care if I lose all my life savings. Like, no, the leaders of the movement, like the, the two or three people who called the trade. Yeah, those are, those are your classic scam artists. But yeah. like the millions of people that just plugged everything into GameStop and held for years at this point. Nah, man, those are just, those are just fucking basement dwellers that, that uh, did a thing. Speaking of scams, that was a cool time for a motorcycle to rev in the background. I, I think I'm leaving that one in. Uh, Crunchyroll refuses to negotiate with SAG-AFTRA for dubbing their anime. Uh, Crunchyroll previously was cool with that, uh, cooler with that uh, than Funimation, uh, which was owned by Sony. But then Sony bought Crunchyroll. Uh, merged Funimation into Crunchyroll, kept the Crunchyroll brand, and now they're not, which is going to lead to... Well, no, it's going to result in actors continuing to get underpaid for their work, uh, and also a lot of recasts for anime that uh, have English dubs and previously aired seasons. It's not great. Yeah. Classic uh, union busting from 
quote unquote new media. Hmm. Yay. It's also not great that IGN put out a top 25 best anime ever made list, and it is basic as fuck. They do this like every six months for anime, PlayStation, Xbox. I saw that they did one for the Wii like a couple of days ago, the 25 best Wii games. Yeah, it's just it's just basic stuff. So the staff shared their number one, like each of their individual number ones, and I'm curious, Lucas, who you think is in the right. And don't look it up, and I don't want the names attached because you might have biases because you might know the names of some of the people. Um, one person's okay. is Kill the Kill. Oh, I, I might have lost you for a second. Are you all good? <laughs> I, yes, I think I'm here. I think I'm up to date. Okay, Kill the Kill, one person's. Uh, Monster, I've never even heard of that one. I don't know what that is. Um, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, Hunter x Hunter, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Space Dandy, Cowboy Bebop, and Cyberpunk Edge Runners. <laughs> that so, so who's the biggest? Who's the who's the worst? <laughs> this uh, is... Cyberpunk Edge Runners, but all of this is. <laughs> Wait, so was that the number one from people's, like, individual, like, the top Each of their list? Each individual editor, yeah, yeah, shared their personal favorite. This was composed by people who do not watch anime. <laughs> because this sounds like a list that happens when someone's like, yeah, here are the top ten anime, and then only lists the ten anime they've ever seen. Well, I mean, yeah, right. it's it's like, you know, their equivalent to the voluntary viewing end-of-year lists, top tens, where... <laughs> And so, yeah, these are the 10 things that I have consumed in this genre. Not TV for me. <laughs> I Fucking TV is a bloodbath every year for me. Fuck it, yeah. Movies, yeah. Video <laughs> games, I mean, it's usually like two or three. Video games, but... Lucas's domain. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this was... Are any of them good? Are any of them like games that are animes that you would consider as like top of your list? So like... <laughs> with the exception of uh, exception of Cyberpunk Edge Runners, uh, which I can't comment on because I haven't seen it. Yes, individually, those are all great anime. But the problem is when you put them all together, it describes a kind of anime viewer who does not have a wide enough scope of the medium to offer genuine insight. Like those are all very basic shown. Eh, Monsters a little. Little dark, little little more mature, but the rest of it is all very basic shonen. We watched this because they were popular type anime. Not really digging into what the medium is capable of. Mm. What so what what's what's your list? Yeah, give us give us like top five best anime ever. Oh, and are any of them on this list? Mm. Top twenty five best. Man, yeah, don't really... d- don't look at the list. We will we'll look at the list. You tell us what your top five are. God, I only had one season, but I really liked Talentless Nana and wish it got more. Akudama Drive was also great and really kind of topical in a way that a lot of anime aren't. Um, but I, this is basic. I'm going to call this one out. But Dragon Ball through Dragon Ball Z is fucking fantastic. Like that is there's that's one of the ones that yes, this is as popular as it deserves to be. Uh, I'm not going to say One Piece because the manga is so much better than One Piece and people don't know what they're missing out on. Uh, so I'm still at three. Oh, God. Um, 
fourth favorite anime, or the fourth anime in my top five at least. Um, I got three. I got to three. It's hard to think about. Dozens of anime, ostensibly. Mm. You come up with three on your list. Also, I'm going to call you out. I am very positive that you just aren't listing some of the ones that you really like because <laughs> they're basic and on this list. I don't think Naruto deserves to be in the like my top five best anime ever. What you do know? you mean well, it mm. doesn't deserve to be in your top five? Uh, we're talking about your list. If if Naruto is your fourth favorite anime ever, you you have to say that. Naruto is my fourth favorite. Cowboy Bebop, probably number four. Like that. That's in here. I can't mm-hmm. fake that. That one's uh, genuinely great. Uh, number. So, yeah, some of these like on this list you've definitely enjoyed. Yeah. Like you've said you've liked. One hundred percent. You you've Yu talked about Neon Genesis oh, Evangelion. Yeah, no, that's number lot. five. Yu Yu Hakusho is number five. Wait, I want to swap. Hmm, I want to swap out Cow- a Cowboy Bebop with Fuli Cooley. That's that's on the Fooly list. Cooley. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I feel like it'd be hard to just completely ignore. Like, if if someone did a top twenty-five movies of all time, right? I feel like it'd be difficult to have a movie that like. 100% every movie buff is going to include in their top 25 not make the list like like a movie that's that well enjoyed by everyone is going to be on a top 25 list mm-hmm. like it's it's kind of impossible to not be on there but i've definitely heard you talk about a lot of these because i've heard of a lot of them mm-hmm. and that means that yeah it, it came from you about them. yeah <laughs> we're not getting this from anyone else I guess I know you like Mob Psycho 100. I know I you're do a fan. Like, Mob Psycho 100 is, isn't even wrapped though. We're getting more Mob Psycho 100, and don't get me wrong, I love seeing a little neurodivergent guy try his best and usually succeed. But in all of an, I, I don't know. One Piece sure yeah. shit isn't done. It's on this list. And again, the manga is so much... I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing over there at IGN. I respect. <laughs> respect. Uh, pay me to pay me to write a better one for you, honestly. Pay me to write better anime coverage for you if you want. I mean, I'd enjoy your list because you didn't give us much to go off of. I want Lucas's top 25 and a write-up for each anime and why it deserves <sighs> it. I also feel like when they say top 25 best anime series of all time, it's kind of like the goat argument versus the boat argument right like it's it's kind of like greatest is what they're going uh-huh. for like these are animes that people will have heard of like sure it might not be objectively this is the best anime but like it's a well-known and widely like enjoyed anime i imagine yeah is what gets yeah, it on most celebrated most successful most enjoyed right yeah. These are the 25 right. most popular anime of all time. That's part of it. Well, that's part yeah. of it. Some of them probably aren't true. Like it's it's a it's probably a scale, yeah. right? Like popularity and goodness, you know? Like yeah, like Monster was number 4. I bet you yeah. that is not one of the most popular anime of all I time. I mean, Monster's one of Monster's kind of like a well, now that Neon Genesis Evangelion is on Netflix and anyone can watch it, like Monster's the one where 
once you're in the anime space, you watch that one for clout. That is the, I'm a real anime fan. I've watched Monster. I have clout now anime. That used to be mm. Eva. Eva. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I think that it's on a, it's literally on a scale of like a quadrant where like how good it is is on one of the mm-hmm. axes and how popular it is is on another axis. So it could be really, really popular, but not that good and make the list. And it could be really, really good, but not that popular and make the list. And there's not that many that are in that upper right portion of really, really good and really, really popular. So yeah, that's what they're looking for. So you you think that Cyberpunk Edge Runners is the most egregious number one anime of all time of the of that list that I listed? I don't. When did Edge Runners come out? Like three days before this list was published? Yeah, like I, mean, I don't it, think that's enough time for it to set for you to process it i i know that lucas isn't doing this in good faith but i i am gonna have to like agree with him there it would be like if i said nope was the best movie of all time just because it was the last (laughs) one that i'd seen (sighs) but what if it's that good you guys neither of you have seen it what if it's just fucking that good i followed the arc of studio trigger's career i'm skeptical it's even gonna be better than kill a kill like i don't ah I don't know. I don't think that careers work as an arc. Mm. I don't know if that's just me. I don't think that like people have an arc. Like, I don't think that like trends for like how good the art is that they produce is a real thing. And looking at it that way is almost like a fallacy to be like, well, they're on the downswing, so the next thing they make is also going to be bad. Like any piece of art could be Valid. could break the mold. They someone could be on a real fucking hot streak like Bethesda. And then just drop Fallout 76 and like the entire public perception of their company literally lands in the toilet overnight like that. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, it was NARS who put Cyberpunk Edge Runners as number one. I don't know if you know Uh, NARS. Not a clue. He's a well-known name. Sorry. There you go. Hmm. You guys want to hear something funny? Yeah. Sure. It's time for Lucas's anime corner, and I haven't watched oh, a single no. anime this quarter. I was gonna say you're doing it early. The quarter's not over. I mean, uh, I have a reminder in my phone <laughs> so that I you've don't forget us. anymore. <laughs> you, yeah, this is a you fucking, monster. This is a scam. So the fall season was re—not uh, fall season. Summer season was really light this year. Mostly because we got a lot of heavy hitters coming in the winter, and I imagine they had to put resources and budget towards all of those. I, yeah, they're gonna be like five, at least five anime I'm gonna have to keep up with next quarter for personal reasons. But uh, yeah, this one, not a lot happening. Yeah. Read some interesting manga. Uh, just listened to the song was Chainsaw Man author Tatsuki Fujimoto just kind of processing his own success and career, which is a weird thing for a 29-year-old to have to do, but yeah. Uh, hey, Lucas, he's older than you. You don't have to feel bad about yourself anymore. Well, I mean, he started writing, he started making Chainsaw Man when he was 26, so it's a little like, what What am I doing with my life? But no, it's fine. I will only like creators who are older than me, so I never have to feel bad. Wasn't the guy who wrote Aragon, like no, that was a child or something? Yeah, yeah. I did that because I had that moment. Yeah, in like middle school, this guy did it. I can do it. 
why yeah, can't no, like, why am, am I, I not doing? doing it? Yeah. What am I doing with my life? I fucking suck. Uh there's an Elden Ring comedy gag manga that is fantastic. Andrew, I would recommend it to you, but it's full of spoilers, so put a hundred hours into that game and then read this manga. God. That's your homework for the week. A hundred fucking hours, Jesus. Well, it'll be 30 if you keep playing with Lucas and Ian. Hey, no, I've been playing on my own. Take you through. I've been playing on my own. Yeah. I've been learning the game. Yeah! <laughs> I've been mastering the mechanics and, and diving into the lore. And just I've gotten so begrudging. good. No, I definitely have not gotten good. <laughs> uh, More Than Lovers, Less Than Friends is a eh, slightly problematic but enjoyable uh, manga about two former porn stars who accidentally move back to their same hometown and have a very weird relationship, a budding romance, coming off of having had sex with each other several, several times. So, yeah, that's neat. Uh... Oh yeah, and then last but not least, a, I, 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 mm, how do I even describe this one? Uh, a very horny manga called Ladies on Top that is about two people in their 20s realizing the woman is very much more the dominant person in the relationship and the man is in a very much more submissive place uh, in their relationship and them navigating that and social expectations around that. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's good. I, I appreciate that I can make the distinction between uh, top and dom and bottom and submissive. It's all great. It's good stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. Any memes? I don't think we have any memes this week. Memes are dead. Yeah, memes are kind of dying. Yeah. I think we're dying, you guys. I don't think memes are going away. I think our ability to be on the cutting edge of them is going away. No, now. that means memes don't exist anymore. <laughs> what are you talking about, Ryan? I, I see stuff on Instagram. That's like the newest shit, right? I see TikToks on Instagram of 4chan screenshots, and those are memes, right? Instagram reels. Yeah. That's definitely where everything comes from. Where else could they? Truth social. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Going into the breakouts. Um, I think I can do this in seven minutes. I saw all six episodes of the new Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared TV show. Damn. Okay, man. It's really good. Uh, I think it hits a little less hard with each episode being 22 minutes long, uh, whereas the previous YouTube series could just pack in so so much in just an eight minutes eight minute video uh but the tv show is good it has the same energy and is now applying to just things that people are generally anxious about like work death family friends chains change blah chains and chains <laughs> i am scared of chains yeah. Also, transcending humanity and trying to see if there's any meaning beyond the uh, beyond the things we can currently comprehend. Hmm. Well, let me guess. No. no? Uh, oh. I was gonna say, let me guess. Not enough body horror. Uh there's a fair amount of body horror. 
Okay, that was good enough. There's enough body yeah. horror. This got the Lucas yeah. seal of approval for body horror. Big time. Big time Lucas seal of approval. Um, no. I don't know if this is in continuity with the YouTube series. It does not seem to be. It might be, but it doesn't seem to well, be. Well, then it's definitely not worth watching. Well. Yeah, this isn't canon then. I, I'm sorry, Andrew. This YouTube series you never finished because you were too chicken shit? I mean, one, yes. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to say that, like, oh, I didn't. I didn't like this just because it wasn't good. It, you know, it was creepy. I did not enjoy it. Also, it wasn't good. Wow. <laughs> and both of those things can be true. I... It's like the people that watch Suspiria, they're like, this is high art. They're like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's it's a snuff film. The, the cutting edge of art is not just like, what if I throw a bunch of literal shit and, and, and makes you uncomfortable? That means it's good. No, it's no. You're I'm wrong. sorry, are you, are you saying Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is bad because it's trying too hard to be highbrow? No, what? What is your argument then? It, didn't, it doesn't try to be highbrow. It's just, it's a bunch of shit. Just, just a bunch. You don't think there's anything there. You don't think there's any deeper meaning happening. Oh, no, there, there might be deeper meaning. It's, it's, might, I don't think it's well done. There might... I could make something that has deeper meaning. I'm probably not going to convey it very well. Have you seen a David Lynch movie? Uh, no. I fucking despise David Lynch. Oh. Well, this like, has turned into a hell of a conversation to have in four minutes. Yeah. No, it's the same energy, yeah, as Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. And I... I it's it's unsettling. Like, that's that's what they're going for. No, no, that's for. the whole point. That doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, when something sets out to unsettle you and does it, that, that then, yes, you accomplished your goal. But that does not mean that, yeah, something is objectively, like, valuable mm -hmm. because it, like, capably upset you. If you're setting out... Like, it's the same thing as, like, how the least artistic part of Nope was the alien scene. Mm -hmm. But also that was arguably the most affecting scene of the entire movie. Like... That's that, you know, like it's it's the same concept for me like that, it, that. It's not automatically artistically valuable because it like accomplished what it was trying to do. I think a lot of people confuse the ideas of I'm going to tell this story or I'm going to convey this feeling regardless of if it makes you feel uncomfortable or not. And like I'm going to push the boundaries and that might make you feel uncomfortable like that. That's part of art. But just going out and saying I am going to make you feel uncomfortable because that is what art is, isn't, I mean, that's not inherently meaningful to me. Right. It's like the direction of modern art and how it's gone, where there's like horrific displays of like live art that, yeah, it's like kind of like what Andrew's talked about, where literally like making a painting using your hands in human shit. To be like, look, it's a statement about how our society is crumbling. Like, okay, sure. if, you, if, that's, if all you're trying to say is like, look, society crumbling should make you anxious, just like me smearing human <laughs> shit on this canvas does, then like, yeah, I guess you did what you tried to do, but that doesn't make it valuable. That doesn't make it good. Like, You think don't, don't hug know. me, I'm scared of shit smeared on a canvas. I'm, say, I'm draw, using that as like a more extreme analogy of what I consider like this type of genre to be and how 
like look that might be good and valuable to something like art is subjective like to some people that might be what they're looking for but like i don't know it doesn't have to be pushed on right. <laughs> on the rest of everyone else and be like no you're dumb for not understanding what they're saying it's like I might, but that still doesn't mean that I have to enjoy it and like it and think it's good and worthwhile. I, I mean, I understand where you guys are coming from, kind of. I very much disagree with the very much growing, like, a creepypasta genre of horror that is... Toby Fox, I love Undertale, but Jesus Christ, get off of forums. You're You're working against yourself on a lot of this stuff. But... I don't know. I think there is value. I think there is value of adding a more visceral element, a more visual uh, horror, uncomfortability to these more uh, vague and uh, in our own mind anxieties over things like work and change. Right. I think it just has to be layered properly mm-hmm. and composed in such a way that it has other things to say other than just pure like injections of yeah discomfort like that's that's like we talked about annihilation which didn't have enough body horror for you <laughs> like that had plenty of body horror <laughs> I don't. and we all very much enjoyed it and thought it was like a very artistic and like well-crafted piece of art like you know i, I we, we should continue i don't think we're done no, we're, we're not done moving on going into the other call so yeah like bringing annihilation into it the original like not enough body horror six out of ten <laughs> like i don't know i i think that it, it is very possible to use the elements that you're talking about of making people like very uncomfortable in their own skin but then contrasting that with like other elements in order to say something and like make your message more cohesive and digestible instead of like just fucking mainlining <laughs> like making people skin crawl <laughs> like the entire time that's that's the difference for me I don't like if you saw the most beautiful painting that you've ever seen in your entire life and then it is revealed that that painter used his family's blood after they were massacred in a, in a fucking pogrom or something that's going to be very affecting because it's contrasting it has more to say than yeah a painter like fucking cutting himself open <laughs> Dipping his paintbrush in blood in front of an audience and fucking smearing and being like, yeah, ooh, I bet you hate this. Well, you should hate what the Russians are doing in Ukraine. It's like, no, you don't get to do that. That's not the same. Okay, you're just describing the video game layers of fear right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's, 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 that's the, the extreme analogy that I'm going to use to compare the difference and try to lay out what I think Andrew like also kind of feels about this type of entertainment. I did enjoy the first don't hug me. I'm scared because it was so unexpected because it was contrasted properly. Like it had a lot more to say because it was a kid's cartoon and it was like, I've seen this style all over the place, you know, like, and then when it is contrasted with like the horrifying elements as, as it like further descends into madness, it's like, all right, like, no, I, I see what they were trying to do there. I enjoy it a lot. It's saying a lot about creativity and everything like that. But then as they, like, continued down that fucking path, it just kept, like, it's, the, the, the jig is up. Like, you, you no longer can say that same message over and over using the same characters of, like, look, they're just children's yeah, we know where like, it's puppets. going. 
yeah, we know exactly what's going to happen. So, like, that whole reveal is now lost. You can't pull the same rabbit out of the hat and make us go, ooh, all over again. I don't know. Mm. I think you guys just don't like how much uh, fun Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared in either version had reveling in this stuff. It's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not yeah. fun. It's awful. You don't you don't think the clock voiced by an actual person beep shouting is a little fun? No, it's it's fucking it's awful. <laughs> I need I need to go to a thesaurus and look up a synonym for unsettling because it's unnerving. That. <laughs> yeah, unwhatevering. Yeah, yeah, you just no, put un just... in front of a good thing. It's uncomfortable. Like it's harrowing. I. It's not enjoyable. It's not. It's not something that I want to rewatch. Alarming and, and creepy, unpleasant, yes. worrisome, <laughs> disconcerting, uh, painful, perturbing, oh, perturbing, disquieting, eh. dismaying. Yes. I. All right. Fair. Not for you guys. I'm sorry. I enjoy it very much, though. I don't know if it's going to be in my top ten TV shows of the year, but. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Andrew, making please. an argument. My top ten. Andrew, don't my do top it. ten. Andrew, don't do it. <laughs> how could Andrew, I do what unholy yeah, how reckoning could I have you brought side with that? What unholy reckoning have you brought upon this land? My my domain. Like <laughs> Lucas has video games. We have ceded this to him. I have TV. I know that you both refuse to do it. To to fully see. I Andrew, please, I beg of you, go to movies and just watch watch 40 movies this year, and we can all have our I've thing. I've watched, like, 14 TV shows this year. Oh. Yeah, no, a lot mm. more than I usually do. Hmm. Mm. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying anything about how the list is going to turn out, but... Hmm. I, I don't know, man. I, I think I'm just going to be thinking of that scene from the first episode of uh, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared, where they're at a job through a series of cartoon make-believe they end up with jobs and then it just hard cuts and all of them have aged 40 years and if that just doesn't surmise my worries my anxieties around work and what i'm dedicating most of my time on this planet towards i don't know what does it captured that energy it captured that worry i have pretty accurately pretty convincingly and i felt a connection to the show because of that yeah hmm. that's 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 your prerogative all man. right <laughs> that's that's fucking bleak it reminds me of trying to play bioshock during the pandemic yeah. and being like no this is not a place you want to exist in like dude i did i i did the exact same thing when i had covid and i was locked in my room i took my playstation with me and hooked it up to my monitor i'm like oh what games do i have downloaded on here that i haven't played and i, I played 20 minutes of bioshock <laughs> <laughs> that's as far as i got you're just in an underwater hellhole fucking yeah cesspit and every character is horrendous and the conditions are terrible yeah it's it's not a space you want to exist in when your head is a certain way i don't know i'm leaning i'm drifting into it man and compare that to infinite where guess what it has the thing that i'm talking about where it's got the fucking like 
social commentary rolled into a supposed utopia. And as the story unravels further and further, you learn more and more about the dark underbelly, like underpinnings of the supposed utopia. Like that's, that's a more interesting narrative to me. And maybe that's just Mm. the subjective part of art, like being because Bioshock, you know what Bioshock is. So you go into infinite and you're not like, wow, this place is so beautiful. Like, I can't wait to explore this beautiful, beautiful world. You're like, ooh, what's going to happen here? And then you're walking through, like, the first area, and there's, like, a racism puppet show. And you're like, ah, okay. no. <laughs> All right. I know, I know what's about to happen here, and I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm buckled in. Let's do this. Ryan, you checking out anything besides FIFA, or do you want to regale us, regale us with that FIFA rabbit hole? Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to end up putting it on pause oh. with the, no, not FIFA, like the watching everything else and doing everything else for a little while. Yeah. It's going to be because of FIFA. Yeah, it's going to be a FIFA time. I really got to, if you, if you grind and get ahead, you can just kind of like ride the wave for a year's worth of entertainment. Oh. <laughs> like, so if you just like kind of buckle down for the first week or two. You can literally just, yeah, be the FIFA aristocracy, like the old money of FIFA that is just constantly on the cutting edge of like, no, you just, now that you have enough money to make the bigger investments, you can just, yeah, buy the cards that are worth big investments and will return and everyone knows they will return, but not everyone has the money to make that sort of investment uh, for the rest of the Mm. game. and then before you know it it's july and you have the god team and it's and still a bunch of coin and you're good yeah. and you can just take a break like i took a break for like the last month or so i wasn't really playing any fifa because it was like all right i'm done like i i finished the game it's not as fun anymore so now it's like all right let's get back into it like it's kind of like a hard reset and there's a chance that you can be part of the the actual one percent you're not <laughs> scrounging for the leftovers and scratching and clawing every week to get the best rewards you're like nah i'm I'm it. I am on top and I can stay on top because FIFA, like the, the FIFA trading market is very much like a capitalist free market <laughs> wet dream. Like you, you can manipulate the market. You can literally like when they release a squad building challenge, you can buy a bunch of players that, you know, fit in the challenge, go online post your solution for that challenge and if enough people upvote it your players that you already bought before posting it via insider trading essentially double in value and then you sell the players that you bought before posting your solution like you can literally just fuck like there's no regulations you can you, you can engage in all the shady economic stuff but like it's fully allowed and encouraged even like they they have on the transfer market uh like main center they have like a stonks graph like up and down like ooh, make investments and like play the market and stuff like, like you can just fucking but yeah without like any consequences and without having to spend any real world money and assume any actual risk it's like oh no my zaha card <laughs> didn't quite return the investment i was looking for I lost 10% of this fucking fictional currency. And also, I'm a fucking, like, again, I'm an aristocrat, so, oh, no, it's completely irrelevant no, to me. Quite. Well, uh, mm-hmm. yes. Do you, 
because I know this is a very concerning trend uh, in the FIFA scene. Do, do, do you have any idea how much like your account could be sold for at this point? Right now, probably not that okay. much. Right, right now, like maybe like 30, 40 bucks or something like that. Huh? Like it's not, not insignificant, but not that much. If, if I continue down this path, like if I, if I keep up with like the trades that you need to make in order to kind of vault into that next level of like FIFA trading. Yeah. Yeah. You, you like, it could be worth multiple, like hundreds of dollars. I... Like trading your account will get you banned. Like just 100%. So it's kind of like a, that's what people do when they're quitting the game. Okay. Like you, you start to give away your coins. You might, you might sell your account online, stuff like that. Like you, you will probably be found out and probably banned. I, but it is a thing that people do. Also hearing you describe this, hearing what FIFA is and has been for more or less a decade and a half. I get it now. I, I realize how we got to crypto, why that's a thing. The grifters are more fun <laughs> in in this fake world, you know? Yeah. Like, I guess forget about the fact that, like, some people are spending real money and, like, that is kind of scary. Like, there was a guy on Twitter who was talking about, like, when can we add FIFA points, which is the, like, you know, you, you pay real money to get points to buy stuff in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are like, well, I don't know. You can just make trades right now, but you won't be able to add them until the full game comes out. And he's like, oh, man can't wait to like drop my $400 that I do at the start of every single FIFA to like get that jump start that I need. And it's just like, people are like, why, why, why you, and he's like, it's only $400. (laughs) Like what kind of job do you work? And he's like, I don't know. I just got a normal job. Like, it's like, no, (laughs) no, (laughs) don't do that. that. You're fucking like, that's awful. That's an investment in like your main hobby kind of money i don't think that should be fifa i don't think that's how that game should fit into your life bud i think it is my main hobby but yeah i don't spend any real money and that's the fun yeah i don't think i would get nearly as much enjoyment of the game if it was like oh i'll just like i make a good amount of money i can just buy these fucking points and get ahead and it'll be whatever like i i don't think i would enjoy the game nearly as much as like Going on Twitter, having a FIFA Ultimate Team Twitter list that I'm talking about, having like 10 guys that are like um, on the spectrum of like full-blown grifters who are like selling access to their trading discord and every once in a while drop you like a little tidbit to try to like sucker you into like paying for their discord to like the full-on white hats who are going full Wall Street bets mode and like Nah, I'm in these trading discords. Here's the moves. I'm giving you them for free. And they only have like 400 followers. And you're like, if you can find those guys, then you're in the fucking, like, you're in the gold. Like, it's it's fun. Like, that's that's I, very entertaining. I don't me. even want to call this a micro community. This is like a nano community that has sprung up. And it is deeply fascinating to me. Yeah. No, it's 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 really fun. And like I said, like, in the at the end of the day, there is not as much real risk as the real world. So I think that leads to more white hat people. Like at one point I was looking at my, like I was reading some of like the economic trends Mm -hmm. of like various FIFA cards and like the meta cards and like where like people are talking about like sell amounts and stuff like, like the exact same as fucking stocks. Like literally they're just like, no, you get in at 51,000 coins, you get out at 72,000 based on its performance last year. Like, and it's just like, this is the same as stocks now. And I'm like, 
could I be devoting this money or, or this time and effort into <laughs> real money? And like the answer is probably not because there aren't nearly as many people in the real world that are just no ulterior motive. Just like, I don't know, I do this for fun. Like, let's fuck around and like try to make coin, like imaginary coins. Like in the real world, everyone who is capable of doing it for a living is, yeah, selling you something. This is, like they are very much trying to grift This you. is very much the same energy of... Uh, economics term paper i read that was just yeah i created this custom server in wow to prove that trickle-down economics don't work yeah yeah no they they do have a um what's it called um it's like a creator program or something where creators get the game three days early and like to watch Mm -hmm. the the value of all the like meta cards jump the second that all these like you know, Twitch streamers and YouTubers got access to the game was like kind of interesting. And then there were people on Twitch buying thousands of FIFA points, like literally like hundreds of dollars of real money and discarding all the cards that they got for the like clout. (laughs) Like, like the same people that, you know, go wait in line for the new iPhone, get it. Yeah. And just smash it in front of all the other people like waiting to get the new iPhone, like that exact same energy. Oh, I just pulled it's, a shiny Charizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is why Twitch uh, streamers are a class of people I do not respect. Um, uh, very cool, Ryan. Please keep us updated uh, with that experience. Uh, I'm having a little bit of a less great time with uh, Voice of Cards, Beasts of Burden. Um, uh, the right be. Your voice of cards. <laughs> That's a title contender now. That's going in the list. Uh, yeah, I'll admit the writing in this game, the setup in this game is better than the second one, I think. Uh, and it is a little more fun. But to give you guys an idea of the mechanics of this game and how difficult it is, um, I just lost my first attempt at the final boss of the game. A uh, tremendously difficult fight, tremendously long fight. Uh, that was my first game over the entire time I've had playing this game in my coming up on 15-hour run. Um, I try to figure out what I can do to beat this boss. Um, I I only had four skills equipped to each of the playable characters. Uh, turns out you can have five equipped to all of them. I just, I missed that, and that was never an issue at any other point in this playthrough. This is, even with a handicap, this is too easy of a game to be enjoyable, I worry. It's a baby game for babies. A little bit. That ending ramps it up a lot, too much, but yeah, no, that uh, is really disheartening. Um it has made me think about uh, RPG, JRPG mechanics, though, in some really, I don't know, in some ways that I hadn't before. Uh, and how my biggest takeaway is that Pokemon, for as much of a reputation that has as being, oh, that's just the, that's just the mainstream JRPG, baby game for babies. It's actually doing a lot of really interesting stuff. And I think it was very much informed by years of... These are tropes we do not like in these games anymore. Let's fix them in in Pokemon. Um, 
the big example I keep coming back to is in Voice of Cards and a lot of JRPGs, you cannot use status effects on bosses. You cannot poison a boss. You cannot freeze a boss. Pokemon had that shit right out of the gate. Pokemon is letting you use whatever quote-unquote cheap status ailments you want to put on a boss and encourages you to do so. That is a viable strategy in those games. And in Voice of Cards, in a lot of JRPGs, you are actively discouraged from ever engaging with that set of mechanics. Hmm. Yeah. Good for Pokemon. Right? Baby game for babies. Really excited for Scarlet and Violet. I'm... I'm I'm getting on that prehistoric. Are the name of the the two babies that are going to be playing the game? <laughs> Sorry, names. Yeah. People people are named that. Okay, can we do a quick thing? Can we do a quick tangent? I'm gonna list. No. no, I'm gonna list all the Pokemon <laughs> games, and y'all tell me if those could be people's names. Okay. Red and blue. Yes. Yeah. Not uh, not like a not like blue. those are normal names, but yeah, they absolutely could be. Red red might be a little rough. I think blue is probably a more common name than blue. Red's name. a nickname. Red is definitely a nickname. Yeah. Right. Uh Not green and yellow. No. No. Gold and silver. Mm. I want to say yeah. no, but like there's not there's, zero. Yeah, definitely people that are named gold and silver, but going to go with no. Silver probably more than yeah. gold, but uh... ruby, sapphire, emerald. Ruby and Emerald, definitely. Yes. Sapphire is a name I've heard. It's just not super common. Definitely names, though. Uh, Diamond, Platinum, Pearl. Diamond and Pearl, <laughs> yeah. Diamond, yeah. Oh, yeah, Pearl. <laughs> Mr. <Yeah>. Krabs' <laughs> daughter. I don't know. Platinum, I'm going to say Wait, no. Wait, is that an old lady name? Platinum? I think is Pearl a legit... No, yeah. Pearl. Is Pearl like a legit I think so, yeah. like, name in like the yes. 40s yeah. or something? Okay, there you go. Then. Uh, black and White. <laughs> no, no I don't what, think so. but what about black and white too? <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I'm Hi, I'm white you too. Son of a bitch. Uh, X and Y. <laughs> no, legally. Oh no. yeah, no, it can't be one letter. You can't have given names of one letter. Uh, sun and moon. God mm. no. Mm. Hope not. I mean, like Luna. Yeah. Like, other languages sometimes and then sword and shield <laughs> absolutely yeah <laughs> yes shield get over here sword you know you're not allowed to do that oh god i just realized there are characters in that name uh, in that game named i think it was shield word and swordbert <laughs> I think I don't think that's bogus. I think that's real. Wait, like Squidward, <laughs> but with shit. I think yes. it's more like Ed, Edward. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. No, it's Squidward hard. first. Yeah. Because it's an S. Yeah. <laughs> and they're putting a word and then word after it. Dumb. Dumb shit. <laughs> that is dumb. <laughs> that's awful. Speaking of baby game for babies, too, I just want to, before we get away from it, I was playing Fall Guys for like the last month yeah. or so, just kind of solo. Um, that is a fucking baby game for oh, yeah. babies, y'all. Like I'm, I am literally making the finale seven or eight times in a row to then face off against the other like four or five, probably like adult yeah. men in their twenties, <laughs> like who are also just like wiping the floor with 
the babies who are playing that game and uh yeah that that was kind of weird like and and i do exist in kind of like this weird purgatory where i don't play the game enough to be as good as those mm-hmm. like adult men in their 20s who usually win so i'll usually make it to the finals like the last five to seven players and then lose because those are like the people that are like me and know how to play video games but also have been playing this nonstop for the last two years or whatever so it's kind of a weird vibe but definitely baby game for babies and when you play the squad mode and then spectate your random squad mates you get a sense of like holy shit these people these people don't have basic motor functions mastered yet like yeah God damn man but then also there is definitely a child out there with limited motor skills who got the best speed run on a level by accident and doesn't even know to report it yep. yeah andrew i know we're going to talk about elden ring but are you checking anything else out um i built a mother fucking lego <gasps> do you have it do you have it um, by yeah. you yeah it's right over here oh my god let's see it me and lucas will describe it in exquisite detail That's so smaller than i thought the interesting thing of this uh, of this Lego set, it's like a three-in-one thing. So you can... It has three sets of instructions for the same parts that come in the box. Uh-huh. So this is the Apollo rocket. And I could take oh, yeah. this apart, and then... This actually only used like half the pieces, but... Right, I that could is... build the space shuttle. And then I could take it apart and build the lunar lander. So, I, yeah, I can, I can just do this forever. <laughs> The lunar lander is on the. Moon. I mean, it's it's not it's not to scale. It's not to scale. Cannon, the cannon of the Apollo yeah. rocket. One of those things. I was like, oh, cool, the space shuttle. That's transformative. The lunar lander's you know, in that motherfucker. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's that little tiny thing at the tip. It's actually inside because then they have to, when they get up into space, like spin around and go nose to nose with the lunar lander. But, huh, that's yeah. cool. Uh, uh, if, like, you know what? I used to really like Legos. I I have money. I can buy one. I'm not yeah. gonna. Yeah, how much I'm not it? gonna be a Lego guy, but I can, they're fun. How, how much? It was, was forty it? bucks. Let me ask. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> Dude, Lego Legos are Dude. fucking expensive. You have no idea. I know they're expensive because they're yes. good. Like I know all the people that had to play with fucking what's it called Mega Bricks. <laughs> Like, it's, it's just not the Like, Legos are on another level of quality, for mm-hmm. sure. I, but, like, damn. Dude, with... Ryan, don't don't look into yeah. the model scene at all. Yeah, oh, no, like, that don't is worry. Crazy. No, I'm, were, I know the Lego Death Star is, like, 500 yes. yeah, I, like I was at Kohl's big. the other day, and I guess this Kohl's is a giant Lego section. There was one there in the weird little Lego corner at this clothing store that was $900. It was a Vespa. I am. <laughs> like the size of a toddler. Size. <laughs> I, I am looking into building uh, what is essentially a Gundam kit, but for Metal Gear Rex. Oh, and God. That's a hundred. I'm saving it for the winter. I'm saving it for the winter because that is a very indoor cozy hobby. I acknowledge that. There's no winter in LA. You should save it for the summer. <laughs> the summer is the indoor cozy, like where you don't want to be outside. Mm. Let me live my life. Okay? Winter is when we do our outdoor activities. 
Winter's when we can there's hike. There's a stretch. And do there's shit. a stretch of winter that's like rainy and cold, and you don't want to be outside in LA. Oh, fuck yourself. You want to be. Yeah, Lucas, you've already fair. turned. If you wow. think it's ever rainy and cold in LA, like, damn son, we get we get the fifties twice a year. Okay. My mom literally just texted me to let me know that she had to wear gloves on her walk with my dog Mojo today. Our dog Mojo today. Yeah, no, it was cold up here. Yeah. We are facing record highs here today. Yeah. I think might have been a record high for September 26th. It is, it is fucking a hundred. But anyway, putting $120 down on that Metal Gear Rex kit. And I'm excited about it. Good for you. More power to you, fam. Go do some fun stuff. Also. Yeah. Andrew, how you like an Elden Ring? Um, I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of the same take that I had last time. I think of it as like, whenever you hear someone talk about, living in new york city yeah where there's like the rent's too high everything's dirty the spaces are small it's super crowded everyone's mean it's the best place on earth i wouldn't (laughs) want to live anywhere else it's just like i have a bunch of things to complain about with elden ring i'm like man this game fucking sucks i this this is dumb that's dumb this doesn't work this doesn't make any sense i'm enjoying it i'm having a good time you did text me and we did go over Oh, man, this side quest kind of broke for you. You should be fine for the rest of the game. Like, that's not going to impact anything. And the things it does yeah, ladder no, like up this... into, you're, you're still cleared for that. But, yeah. Yeah, no, there there's, like, the first, like, actual side quest where it's, like, you're actually doing something and going a place to yeah. try to accomplish a goal. You're suppressing just... a worker's revolt. I mean, they were monsters. <laughs> not always. Oh, okay. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, and it was just broken. You couldn't complete uh, it. it. It had like a, it was a game breaking glitch. Yeah. Where you just could not, the guy that was supposed to be there to give the thing to, to like move on to the next stage, he just didn't exist. Is it a known yeah. bug? Other, other people have. And they don't, they don't have. Like I mean, like, it hasn't happened to everybody. Like Lucas did this yes. quest. He. No, yeah. I know. But like, no. Like, I'm thinking of, like, mm. Bethesda. Like, a lot of Bethesda games, they'll be like, oh, yeah, the quest might soft lock here. You can do this oh, and this. No, and it was just, it'll... I saw some people on forums that are like, hey, I tried to do this and the guy wasn't there. And then I, I, I tried to, like, reset it and go back to the person that gave me the quest. And they were dead, which was something that was supposed to happen at the end of the quest. But it just, like, you got the quest and then technically the quest was over. And it's so it just set the world like the quest had already been finished, but I couldn't do any of it and, and couldn't get the stuff that you get from completing the quest. Yeah. Um, you told me you met the two fingers. You told me you've been to the round table yeah, hold. What do you think of yeah. all that? I mean, they're, they're gross. Yeah. <laughs> the two fingers are gross. Mm. Just like you told me. Um, That's not what a hand should look like. No. No. Um, so there was a point where I was playing the game and I came across this random like wandering knight who had like lightning powers. I'm like, I'm going to beat this guy. And he was not a boss. He didn't even have like a health bar at the bottom where it says like, Sir Dick Buttis of Assington. Um, It was just a guy walking around and he killed me so much like over and over and over and over and over again. And like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to move on. I'm not going to let this guy bother me anymore. And then, like, I walk around for a little bit, and I stumble across this cave. Mm -hmm. And I go into the cave, and it turns out it's this 
huge network of tunnels that take up like a good chunk of the yeah. map but underground and i reach the final boss and he's kicking my ass he's this giant guy with a dragon head he's kicking my ass i'm like i need better stuff and i was looking up like some better like spells that i can use that are spec to my character stuff that would help me at range and like a good one is this lightning bolt thing that you can get if you beat this knight in this place <laughs> I'm like, it's that fucking guy. I have to go and beat the guy that I that I wanted to ignore because he was fucking me up. And that's the reason I found this cave. Like, yeah, no, you really want to get this lightning bolt from this guy. I'm like, motherfucker. But then you can have that. Then you can have the lightning bolt thing he's fucking you up with. Yeah, and I got it. And then I went back to that boss and I got him down to like... 80% of his health bar and he killed me with two hits. Good game. Game of the year. You no, know, it's it's fucking me. Yeah. Hard. I'm not like getting frustrated with it yet. And I know that's coming where I'm going to like actually get like sweaty playing it. Like I'm going right. to be a sweat and it's still going to fuck me up. Right now I'm just playing it. I'm like, oh man, I'm losing a lot. I. Oh well. I think controversial statement incoming i've seen other people play elden ring on other platforms i think if you're playing that on anything besides the playstation 5 you were playing that wrong dying and then being loaded into the game again seven seconds later yeah it is i i am appreciative of the playstation 5 i was gonna bring that mm -hmm. up because i noticed it I'm like i died and then the you know loading bar just skipped to yep. the end i'm like you know what right back in it if if this was a PlayStation 4 and I had to wait 45 seconds, I don't think I'd be playing it. Even even the PC builds have writing on those loading screens. And, oh, no, if I'm in a loading screen long enough to read three sentences, my, my experience on this is irreparably changed and worse. Thank you, PlayStation 5. Weird console. You play Elden Ring real good, though. Probably the oh, SSD, 100%. right? I yeah. imagine. Like, literally an experimental SSD. That was one of the big selling points of it, though. It was just like, yeah, this SSD is going to make load times very short. Paying off and here. It did. I yeah. Granted, my roommate had to send in uh, their PlayStation 5 to have the CD drive replaced. For what I'm... For what I'm increasingly suspecting is user error. But, uh, otherwise, great. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear yeah, the what do you do? User error. The stand might not have been uh, in use, so then that PlayStation 5 was just Ooh, resting aw. on the CD drive for the past uh, maybe a year now. So wait, it's... It, They're going to look at that. Wait, so it was <laughs> so, standing upright, nope. but not on... Oh, it was horizontal? It was laying flat without the oh. stand guy. <laughs> Ooh... <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna find that out. <laughs> they, they're definitely that's gonna be the first thing they look for when the disk drive doesn't work. It's already there. It's already being looked at by the time this episode is published. Yeah. So not a factor. They're gonna be fucking Gestapoing. Like, oh, I see that C drive. Is you have a very a nice room here. This is yes. this is a perfect is place for a PlayStation. I noticed it doesn't quite have enough room. <laughs> For where the disk drive would be if you had the stand on it. Couldn't help but notice that the 
the stand was not set in with the console. Uh, what happened to the stand? Is it around? No, hush, hush, don't cry. Everything's okay. <laughs> we got kind of a yeah. tie. <laughs> well, well, they did. I am a Nazi. Hey, they, they were fascist. Just like a bashing. They were fascist in Germany. Yeah, also fascist. They weren't Nazis. They were no. not good in the beginning of World War II. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Italian <laughs> Gestapo. You are hiding enemies of the state. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a spicy uh, meatball. <laughs> all right, it is. <laughs> yeah, they're so jo- jovial, yeah. like an Italian Nazi. This is a beautiful home. Like the, ah, the hands. You wouldn't happen to have any enemies of the state below your floorboards, would you? <laughs> ah, nah, you would You're good people. <laughs> you would not do something as such. I keep the trains running. <laughs> oh, that's, that's actually what was said about Mussolini. Yeah. That's, that's actually a misnomer. Uh, the world internet listening to this, uh, fascist parties wildly inefficient in practice. Uh, yeah. No, well, they yeah. slave labor. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they cheat. <laughs> People are like, "Oh my god, the Nazis—they're so yeah, efficient." The autobahn, like that's crazy. And it's like zero cost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, yeah, it's crazy how like what you can do when you just ignore like human rights it's we you can get shit done like we would literally be past mars at this point if like we all just kind of decided that like slavery was okay <laughs> like it's not good it's definitely not something anyone should be looking towards but yeah it's the it's the catch-all for like we did some good right I, oh, fuck all right, it's been too long. We got to talk about uh, season six of Rick and Morty and how it's maybe the greatest season to come out so far. That's where I'm at. Wow. I'm really liking it. I think it's a return to form. I have not seen episode four because I, okay. I just got back totally fine. from this weekend. Because I was watching yeah. Big Brother. <laughs> As I'm sure you were too. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, same page. Can't miss it. You're like, this is yeah, and, and big brother. that brother is really big, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh my god, Taylor versus Monty. I mean, Taylor has the better story, but Monty has the I, comp wins. Like, Taylor versus Monty, modern day David and Goliath. Huh? I mean, <laughs> <kind> of, <though. laughs> uh, yeah, so let's start with episode two, because we never talked about it. Good. What was episode two? Die hard, episode die two. hard, yippee kaye, right, die hard. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was three. No, that was yeah. two. Three was a uh, clone lesbian. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, three was maybe slightly was okay. below, but I, I did yeah, still have a it was, lot of like, it was laughs. Fun. It, I mean, it was yeah. a it was a good story. I, it was it was it was further yeah. development of mm-hmm. Beth as yes. being Beth. Mm-hmm. Like Beth is very I, true to I, character. I, <laughs> time yeah, time I'm gonna go off for a second on episode three. A uh, fantastic character writing. Um, I think over the course of it, I'm really starting to realize how Dan Harmon is maybe resonating more and writing more of himself into Jerry. And that is really fun and interesting to see. And also a lot of digs at gamers, which I always appreciate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do hate gamers. As a gamer, I get off on people making fun of me and my hobby. Oh my God, these graphics are so realistic. Oh, this seems dumb. Shut up, Summer. You're not a gamer. Morty, get, tell your son that. Tell your son you're going to miss him when you're dead. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Hi, son. I'm going to. 
Oh, jeez. Sorry, I had to go away. <laughs> I wish I could be back, but I'm not going to make it. It's very Dan Harmon uh, internalizing everyone shitting on him like in <laughs> Minecraft. Like, the graphics aren't even realistic, bro. <laughs> just like, That's not... Yeah, no, you know oh, exactly where that comes I, from. I, I absolutely loved the stinger, like the mid-credit stinger of Jerry going to the Jerry Bury just so he could find yeah. another Jerry, and then he just like finds one, and they give each other a little peck, They're like, "All right, thanks." That was, yeah. that was all I needed. Yeah. Heading out. Jerry does not love himself enough for that. That is a hundred percent, and I love that. It also implies that like a lot of Beths are doing the exact same thing. <laughs> Like that, there's there's a lot of Jerry's out there, kind of just like experimenting with that because Beth is the exact mm. way that she is in a lot of different universes. I, yeah, I dig it. I best season so far. Uh, you guys haven't seen episode four yet, but I don't think it's a spoiler to say that they're playing around with some succession stuff. Uh, and oh, not wait, Ooh. succession or severance? Sorry, some severance stuff. Oh, and it's either way. I'm yeah, I really digging this season. Uh, taking away the portal gun, taking away that out of writing. Really great decision. How did they get to the Jerry Bury if there's no portal gun? I think in you or just in universe that is just a point of dimensional overlap. That is that is a okay. fucking totem yeah. in all you realities. Can, <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. go there in space. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you travel there. They travel there yes. with their car, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Not the portal. Gun. Okay, you're right. So, doesn't mean that Jerry flew Rick's car to middle of nowhere I think in space. It, Lucas to... made this point a couple of weeks ago. Of like, everyone in the world is like, you know, yeah, aliens are real. This shit's going on. Everyone in the family is like fully involved in this <laughs> shit at this point. <laughs> Big yeah. season two like vibes. summer gets paid <laughs> in like mutagenic additives for doing household <laughs> chores for Rick. Wolverines. <laughs> yeah, no, I love because it feels like a lot of times Beth ends up like defaulting to the moral backbone <laughs> of the family. So yeah, any time that they can, like, no, no, you don't deserve that. <laughs> don't don't let that happen. Don't let that be in your head. Like Beth will bring everything back around like don't forget beth shooting mr Poopy oh, immediately going for the immediately wine immediately pouring herself a glass of wine and shakily <laughs> downing the whole thing yeah uh, and not to totally overlook episode two the line no the exchange i I don't know if we can go through with this if you can't even say you love us. Tell us you love us. Pause. Well, he's waited so long at this point that I don't think it even matters. <laughs> it's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. Good. No, when when that episode opened with like a bunch of Morty voices of yeah. like every character, I was like, oh, we're in for some shit. Like this is gonna be. A heavy week. What are you talking about? You don't need a new religion. We're nice and Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Why are all of our Jewish words nonsense, Dad? It's because we were raised non-denominal Christian and we're 14 years old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no one wants to die, and that's a hell of a reason to kill yourself, but that's where we're at right now. <laughs> and then the diehard stuff happening of the B-plot was also... I, I appreciated that, because we as a society... Yeah, no, I mean, it even acknowledges it, how all action movies are kind of diehard on some level now, because there's no... I hate the expression putting a genie back into the bottle because that's what genies do. Like that's baked into the whole genie thing. <laughs> but yeah, we can't go back from Die Hard. Die Hard is a little bit of everything now. Is that a saying? You can't put that genie right. back in the bottle. I've heard that before. Yes. Yeah. Really? I don't think it's super common. Like you but you can't it's put the toothpaste back in better. the tube or like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like. Yes. Things that are, yeah, actually impossible. I've, I've heard that in personal and professional settings. You can't put the genie back in the bottle, which is a nonsense expression. Ah. There you go. And I think we are just about out of nonsense on episode 199 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, which will almost certainly be called I Don't Want to Be Your dot 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 Voice of Cards. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for highlight clips. Actively link in the description. Uh, support us on Anchor or Patreon, where you can join the likes of the terrific Tiffany Cole, Sucky Badger, and Sensual Richard Nixon. Follow us on Twitter for updates at V2 underscore podcast. And follow me at Lucas Derider on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. Made it through Monday, everyone. Good luck making it through the rest of the week. Do, do, do.